1: Jesse Katz with my lovely co-host Dara Gollum. Hello, Jesse. I call you lovely because your mind is lovely and your soul is lovely. Oh. You're also physically lovely, but I don't like to label women that way. Oh,
0: what a lovely morning. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. I just making want you me, to know what me I meant blush by that. Over here.
1: Mm-hmm. Um uh I had a question for you. Oh, I was wondering if you keep Passover. Do you? Have you been eating bread this past week? I'm we'll, having a real we'll struggle this, to hear this year for this. I'm the first trying time to
0: think about who I care hearing this. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't. <laughs> no, at no, all. I uh, at the seder. Yeah, I really? love to eat matzo. because there's no bread side. on the table, so it's right? easy. right. And then um, no, I don't. I haven't. I don't think since I since I've been on my own, really, like, college, on yeah, own in the world? on my own in the world. Yeah, yeah. It's like the, as soon as I got my driver's license, I stopped keeping kosher. No rules. <laughs> no rules. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, I've been. But I have thought about it throughout the week and said, oh, this kind of feels bad. Yeah. <laughs> when it's in my consciousness. Yeah. It's also always
1: hard when Passover and Easter fall in the same week and then I'm invited to Easter things. And oh, yeah? And then there's always like delicious buns and things that I'm really <laughs> tempted by. And Cadbury chocolates. But yeah. Well, Cadbury chocolates are... I don't think so. Kosher for Passover. I don't think Well, there's no bread.
0: Well, okay. It depends on how like deep you Yeah, you're well, going. okay. The, like me super Okay, because I relaxed. grew up being like, you don't even eat... Oh, like it has like to be that, kosher yeah, kosher. Right, right, Got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, that's, that's observe, been my struggle this week. How did you do?
1: Uh, I had a cheat day. So you observed? I always observe. This is the first year that I've intentionally strayed.
0: Oh, what was the decision making?
1: Um. So the only other person in my family who's ever really kept it with me was my grandfather, who passed away last year which you would think would have meant that I would like really honor him by keeping it this year. But, um, I don't know. I felt very like alone in it among my family and none of my friends are good about it. None of my Jewish coworkers are good around it. And I suddenly felt like the lone Reed who's like fighting this losing battle. And I was invited to someone's birthday party and it was at a beer garden. And so like, I try not to even drink beer, but I was like, Fucking, I'm gonna have a beer, and then there was cake, and I was like, "Well, I had the beer, so now I'm gonna eat some cake." And then I ended up having pizza. And I like really, I <laughs> ate every single day? kind of bread. And then I've, and then I went back to wow. keep Passover. I'm that's so very I, impressive. I let loose for one day, and now I'm gonna try to hang on until tomorrow night when it's over. Anyway, exciting story for uh, everybody. That's great. I'm impressed. <laughs> um But that kind of says everything about where my faith is at. I think it's like I'm generally trying to.
0: I think community is a big stay part of it. faith adjacent. Yeah,
1: traditionally, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Good story. yeah, thanks. That. Um, that has nothing I to do like with oh, our guests I need to today. Tone now or something. <laughs> uh, Joe Harmon, I don't believe is Jewish. Um, yeah, I would, but she is no. uh keeping up of musical tradition, we could say. Oh, very nice. Uh, she, she's she's a, a retro soul kind of lady, mm-hmm. um, who throws back to a lot of the greats. And she had a new album come out this February, and she was in New York for her first performance in the States, yeah, right? First time in the States, Ever.
0: first time, first performance, yeah.
1: Um, At Joe's Pub. yeah, so she was uh in the middle of rehearsing for that show i like, think yeah, and kind of like wasn't like, like, sure where she was yeah um and i think it, it had been a long day for us too or something anyway we all kind of muddled through we got our crazy snacks. lives yeah we snacked together <laughs> we had cookies together yeah and uh, and then we had a a nice a fun convo chat. yeah so uh so here you go guys uh, joe Harmon on soul sisters Joe Harmon, what's up? Yes. Hey. How's it going? I'm all right. How are you? <laughs> Let's give a preface to your state of mind.
2: Yeah. Okay. Can I munch on this yes. like, while we're Yes. We're this. eating
1: cookies, everybody, because <laughs> Joe has had a long day of rehearsals. We've had a long day of our own work,
0: mm-hmm. and we all need a little sugar. A little snack. Mm-hmm. That's it. A little evening snack. Yeah. A little something, something. It's a relatable mm-hmm. moment. So you are coming from a six-hour rehearsal. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm really sorry. I just ate that cookie. I feel really bad now. Hang on. No, no. we'll keep talking. Yeah, there's some water if you need sorry it. Sorry about that. Yeah, uh, we <laughs> set you up <laughs> to mumble through cookie crumbs. For I just your entire got excited interview. then. That I was just <laughs> first cookies. show in the um, US tomorrow. Yes, first show yes. Is tomorrow night. So yeah, so I've been in rehearsals for the last two days. So I've had um, two, yeah, two six-hour rehearsals yesterday, and today. Damn, um, wow. So it's been really intense, and there's just been a lot of you know, just been a lot to do really, really intense. So it's just been, yeah, it's been a long kind of couple of days and then we're doing the show tomorrow. So yeah. exciting. I
1: can't yeah. believe you haven't played in the US before. I know. How is that
2: possible? I have no
1: idea. <laughs> were there any near misses before?
2: <laughs> no, actually. Well, I made my album in Nashville, you know, yeah. a year ago. Right. So, um, you know, and I did kind of three trips over, mm-hmm. three separate trips over to Nashville. And then like the third trip, I was there for three weeks and made the whole album. Yeah. Um, and but yeah but no I wasn't I wasn't there was no shows scheduled kind of wanted to do it properly you know not mm-hmm. when I was making the record because yeah, right. it was just like making the record was just sort of one of the most intense craziest things I've ever done in my life yeah you know? especially doing it in Nashville where everything's just like so productive and so time 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 and you know it's just it's it was just really intense and mm-hmm. you know, how
1: you make, uh, did Nashville happen I mean it, it makes so yeah. much sense that that album it does make sense was made there yeah yeah but how did you find your way to
2: yeah Nashville? so um so Paul and Sherry who are my now managers mm-hmm. they um uh, who are
1: raiding the snack bar now while yeah right <laughs> totally raiding the snack bar yeah
2: absolutely I, I definitely Paul's definitely got his eye on some of those <laughs> cookies um yeah so um they we started working together about two years ago and uh and that was kind of around the time when, you know, I had my debut album out and that was still the kind of record that we were working. Um, and then, you know, when we started working with them, just t- chat, got on to the second album and, you know, what I was going to do with it and, you know, just the thoughts and the process kind of started, you know, to kind of, yeah, we just started to talk about it a bit. And anyway, and it just... And I can't remember who suggested it, but it was a really good suggestion. And it just made sense. You know, musically for me, my music just fits somewhere like Nashville. Mm-hmm. So it just absolutely made sense. And I think as soon as it kind of was raised, it was like, yeah, yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Bloody mm-hmm. yeah. And you that. hadn't been there. I'd never been there. No.
0: And when you got to Nashville the first time, was it like, this feels right?
2: Yeah, nah. man, totally. I'm working with the musicians that, you know, we had. And Fred Mollin, my producer, put an amazing band around um, around me. And, you know, th- th- there's something about Nashville musicians that is just different to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. They are their ability to get into the mind and the soul and the spirit of a song within the first 10 seconds uh, you know of hearing it mm-hmm. is astounding yeah uh, i've i've never heard people work so quickly and so sincerely and honestly and i just it, feel like they know really the
1: history of music so well down there they just have and so I many th- references
2: you know Yeah, and I, th- I just think they do it day in day right. out right it's consistently day in, in day out and it is a music city and yeah they you know they they you know they've obviously got a lot of um a lot of you know knowledge and stuff but i think they're just you know they're surrounded by so many amazing musicians and Mm -hmm. they just learn from each other and they just do it all day every day and yeah i I, i've 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 never you know my my band in the uk are amazing um, incredible guys incredible players but as soon as i heard the nashville guys playing my new material i my jaw hit the floor you know (laughs) It was myself. a spiritual yeah. moment, I can tell you. Yeah. It was, yeah.
1: So, um, people we become is the name of this your second album. Yeah. Right. That sounds like a title designed by someone who feels like they are at a far point from where they began, right? Like, th- like when I hear that title, sure. I'm like, that sounds like an evolution. Sure. But like, it
2: could be in the future as well. It could, mm-hmm. You know, we will become. I think, yeah, yeah. I think there's many kind of different facets to it. Really. Is that what it
1: feels like to you? It's like a forward thinking. Thailand. I
2: think so. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's a, it's about for me it's about I mean, you know, I mean the themes of the album, you've probably picked up on it, you know, but the themes of the album are are um, you know, there's a lot of loss and a lot of heartbreak and mm-hmm. fear and um sadness and but hope and joy as well and empowerment, you know. Um so yeah, it, it's it's more you know, I mean, it's a line from the last, from the final song, kind of a, a version of a line from the final song, and uh, you know, for me, yeah, it's probably more looking to to the future to imagine the the people that you know that we can become in relation to who I'm talking about in the album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes any sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it might mean too cryptic. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I read that you're feeling now at a place of being able to trust your instincts more than yeah. say a couple years ago. And that yeah. must be a good feeling where it's like there's still a long you know journey ahead but that that's you know you've become someone who can trust a little yeah
2: more. I think I think um you know musically um I'm I'm st- obviously still learning every single day but you know I'm no longer that kind of young girl who made her first record in basically a bedroom you know and I listened to some of it the other day. Actually, I was like, "Wow, this is really badly recorded." <laughs> <laughs> is I'll that just... was that the
0: actually the dirt on my tongue? Yeah, dirt you on my recorded tongue. Recorded it
2: on your own, and you're well. Me and my me and my really good friend Mike, who I do a lot of writing with, so he's kind of like my partner in crime. We do, you know, I either write on my own or mostly with Mike, um, and then a few other co-writes with a few other kind of people. But generally, if I'm going to be writing, it's with him. Mm-hmm. So, um, and he produced the first record. So, and me, and he's an amazing multi instrumentalist. He's just off the scale, amazing, and great singer. And he's, you know, so, and we literally just sat in his spare room, set up the studio in his his spare room, and made the record there. And then went to go and finish. Just got a house in the country and took the studio to this house in the countryside and finished it in a week. You know, after six months of you know working on it. So that's its
0: own special experience, very different mm, from Nashville. Yeah,
2: but like a very
0: unique process. Very unique process,
2: and and it was my debut album, and I wanted to, again, I wanted to just, you know, make it. I made it with no pressure at all, Mm -hmm. no expectation um and that was it was a very freeing experience you know so obviously with the second album there's a few more pressures and yeah
1: well because like a year after that album came out you were lauded you know you like won a lot of recognition
2: and so all of a sudden there must have felt like pressure right yeah yeah totally you you definitely feel it you definitely you know so it's, it's not even that people are putting pressure on you it's just something you probably put it pressure on yourself yeah and, um, you know, I definitely put a lot of pressure on myself. I'm uh-huh. very, very hard on myself. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I'm what? curious about that too, because didn't you uh, get into the studio in Nashville with like a finite amount of time to record like two weeks and still songs to write? Like yeah. you hadn't written everything. Yeah, totally. And that to oh, me wow. just, like, <laughs> yeah. the anxiety going for that for like,
2: me I know. is incredible. But also I'm very lazy. <laughs>
0: good like procrastination uh so you're good it's on deadline, good d-
2: deadline. Yeah, I'm great on deadline <laughs> okay. I'm great like, on was, deadline. <laughs> I need a deadline yeah
0: was, it, was that stressful or was it like all right it this wa- is now pushing me and you know, I got
2: this you know what it was fine um actually it was it was a little bit stressful. was like yeah okay we're doing the vocals for that song tomorrow I really better finish writing it yeah. oh, uh, gosh. um and yeah but I just kind of trusted it I just kind of thought oh it's gonna be fine and actually and actually, in the end, it was. And actually, some of my best kind of stuff came out in those last kind of few hours of you know of getting it you know Under getting it written. Yeah. <laughs> can you get, yeah. can you give us an example of a song or? Oh, it was. Um, no one left to blame. I hadn't written a second verse at all, and I just was stumped. I was completely stumped. And then I was just sat in my Airbnb, just listening to it. It was on one of the snow days, actually. Yeah. So I so so I got given a little gift, where I had three days out of vocal tracking because of the snow we had this massive snowstorm and obviously Nashville shuts down in the snow uh-huh. just like the UK does you know, any like yeah. two inches of snow and it's like <laughs> ah, what do we do <laughs> um, and and so I was just kind of stuck inside and I was like brilliant this is great I've got like got yeah I've got some time so I just spent that doing some last little bit what, and,
0: you know. what uh, brings it out of you do you sit with a drink or a like a spent, like a candle. Like what? What? You know? Yeah, what's no, your vibe? Like, Hit up the Nashville <laughs> the bars and yeah. try to find
1: some inspiration.
2: Oh, that sounds a lot more romantic. Than <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a story really about is it, that Yeah, you in bed, second person.
0: <laughs> what magical, forces, <laughs> magical help forces help you? You're like I
1: drank five cups of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and I've fucked five wrote. cups
0: of wine. Yeah, had yeah. a there conversation anything? with a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It just came that to would me. be very magical. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Squirrel and spinach. No. I basically g- would just sit there with my computer, t- on my computer, listening to the track over and over again, thinking, yeah. that just you sounds
0: know. so tough.
2: Boring, really boring. Just
0: tough. Just. And then. <laughs> okay,
2: but that's what most writing
1: is like <laughs> yeah. in any form. You know, the screenwriter sits at their desk yeah. every
0: morning and pounds
1: yeah, it out. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. I, I know it's so. so it's, it's just unromantic, it's isn't it? It's just
1: work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's work.
2: I mean, the romantic
1: part has already happened. It's your life
2: that has oh like yeah my life <laughs> girls I cannot Turn tell you how it. romantic my life is <laughs>
1: yeah. no
0: uh, the capital
1: no. R capital R lowercase R right, no, but not do you, love romantic <laughs> when you
0: look at it when you zoom out from it do you yeah. say this is romantic I mean yes you just came from six hours of rehearsal that's exhausting but that's Dream, you know. Yeah. You
2: know what? I have an amazing life. And actually this week, you know, this is my first trip to New York. It's the first time I've ever been here. Oh really? Yeah, and I yeah, I know. Crazy, isn't it? That's so, so exciting. exciting. And, and honestly, you know, I've just had the most amazing week and I had the first few days just, just kind of mooch around and rest and get over my jet lag and
1: millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads
0: and still
2: lost fifty pounds.
1: Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast.
2: All that kind of stuff. And I did all the touristy things. I, I walked all the way up you know all the way up fifth is it fifth? I think or sixth maybe it's sixth I was all the way up sixth and then when I was Times Square and then um and then I went to the top of the rock um and so I I've really, never done that
0: No, nope we're, yeah. oh we're my god beer. I've beat you yeah you take everything from your I mean, granted yeah, I'm a
2: better New Yorker than you mm-hmm. than you, you are yeah. um no you do that's <laughs> better live, New York tourist you somewhere yeah when you somewhere you just take it for granted yeah. you totally I get that with London um yeah, so no, I did some touristy stuff and that was great. Um, and I was just, you know, it just, it does take you, it just, you know, I've had a few moments where I've just kind of sat and kind of looked at where I am and gone, wow, you know, this I'm here for work. I'm working and this is the, just the most wonderful life experience. It's just a great yeah. life experience. Yes. When you're
0: on the plane going home on Friday or whatever, Wednesday you'll,
2: Wednesday <laughs> <laughs> you play Joe's
0: Pub tomorrow yeah which is like a beautiful special venue it's yeah. like a really gonna be incredible and then you'll be on the plane and you'll be like oh, okay that just happened yeah. like you you're in it right now so I think it's probably hard but it's, yeah uh, no it's I just
2: stuff. I've had a great week and I've just I've had an absolute
0: blast talk about Nashville for one more a second did you have Hattie B's hot chicken I'm
2: vegetarian. Oh, there you uh, go. Okay. And in fact, I was yeah. vegan at that point as well. Oh,
1: wow! So, yeah. Look at you. I know. How long were you
2: vegan for? Oh, a few years. Okay. But, you know, I, you know, and I do kind of, I really like vegan food now. I eat mostly vegan food now. Yeah. But, you know, it's hard when you're on the road. Yeah. I can't a bit imagine. of cheese gets yeah. in there sometimes, yeah. you know. Sneaks in. Cheese. Cheese. I just love cheese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Europe's got plenty of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we got loads of cheese. <laughs> cheese everywhere.
0: Yeah. So you've toured around Europe a bunch. Like, yeah. that's your, yeah. your house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, um... How do, where do I begin? You're not from London, right?
2: No, no. You grew up in a, a so, smaller town. Yes, well, it's something that we call a village. Okay, down mm-hmm. in England, mm-hmm. proper mm-hmm. village. Yeah, a little village. So I grew up in a place called here. That here we call that bumfuck, but in England you call it a village, <laughs> which a village. is so much nicer. You call a village of a bumfuck. <laughs> oh my
0: God, do you? We don't have
1: villages, so we, <laughs> we like that. We say disparaging things about small. <laughs> I'm from Ohio, so I can say this. Dara's this from the- Connecticut, so she feels guilty about. Yes, yeah, well, I this bet this village is like okay. quaint and
0: adorable. No, I'm sure it's not. Okay. I'm saying,
1: I'm sure it's not bumfuck, but <laughs> village sounds so much nicer than any way I could describe a yeah. small town in America. <laughs>
2: anyway, okay, okay. well, in, in in England, you know, we uh, we when we have like when I say village. Village in England usually means, like, gorgeous chocolate box, mm-hmm. kind of lovely picturesque, uh-huh. kind of village green and cricket. And right. Lovely. Like the opening of Beauty and the Beast. I had the yeah. best <laughs> <laughs> romance in
0: Leeds, Yorkshire. In Leeds? Uh-oh. Yes. And that's, a pro- that's a village, isn't it? that's not romance. a village, that's, that's, a, a, t- village, that's, that's a, a town. City. That's a city. Yeah, Leeds okay. is a city. Oh, my God. It feels God. like a village. Mm. Well, I'm from you somewhere that has, like... was Leeds? Well, it was innocent. In York, all of Leeds
2: is Yorkshire. So yeah, okay, okay. So Yorkshire is a massive county, oh, but gosh. Um, here I go. <laughs> but Take you were back. probably in a village outside. I was in somewhere, a little village, Leeds exactly. Somewhere. Yeah, Leeds yeah, 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 adjacent. Yeah. Do you
0: remember what yeah. it is exactly? I, mean, I thought called? those two words would have helped me out. I don't yeah. know beyond yeah. that, but it was. It, it felt like a village. And it was just, okay. just the most. Anyway, yeah. I'm anyway, of that. This moment.
2: <laughs> Let's get back to where you were from. <laughs> okay, so it was a, pl- a county called Devon. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, anyway, it was a really tiny little village in Devon called um, Lusley, and it was just uh, th- there's a there's a moor on in Devon called Dartmoor, and um, and it's very wild, and there's wild ponies and all running around, and it's all very kind of ragged and crazy and beautiful Yeah. Um, and so I grew up in a really small little village just on the edge of Dartmoor um, in a really lovely house and, and what was uh, the
1: music situation in your house growing up
2: the, oh okay Um. I thought you were going to say in the village
1: <laughs> it was like... or that yeah <laughs> but... was it a musical village uh, were people singing was in the no, right? was, no. it was, it was it actually Beauty and <laughs> the Beast <laughs> I used is to dan- based on your down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I used to dance around the maypole have you ever seen that maypole really? dancing wait that's R- that really? people still yeah. do that yeah yeah, in, village. in, 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 yeah in, in, in villages in England they do. Oh, wow. So I used to dance around the Maypole, did that when I was a little kid. We, we had this massive granite rock in our orchard, um, in our village orchard, uh-huh. that has all the names of the May queens like inscripted oh. into it. And it's all very traditional and all that kind of stuff. Sounds lovely. And this is, I mean, our village has an 11th century church in it. So, you okay. know, it's very wow. old, yeah. very, very old. Um, yeah, so I grew up there. So the music situation in my house was basically my dad's record collection. So, okay. I, you know, when I was growing up, I listened to a lot of uh, the Beatles. He was a huge Beatles fan. Uh-huh. David Bowie, mm-hmm. Stones, Cat mm-hmm. Stevens, really some really like weird, obscure folk stuff. Okay. Um,
1: yeah, I was gonna ask if the musical influences we can hear in your music mm-hmm. came from that record
2: collection. It sounds like some definitely. Of it. Yeah. Um, but you know, I you know, and I, I you know, I was a classical musician for quite a while as well. But I, then I discovered Aretha Franklin when I was 13 years old. Uh-huh. So that changed everything for me, and I. I just fell in love with African-American music. Uh-huh. Um, so um, so it was kind of that, you know, and all the black singers like, you know, Mavis Staples and mm-hmm. Gladys Knight, Aretha, uh, Solomon Burke, um, you know, and you know, songwriters as well, like Joni Mitchell and, and Carole King. But, you know, all that kind of American, yeah, very much mostly African-American music um, and the soul and the gospel and all that kind of stuff mixed with... You know, my dad's kind of, the English sensibilities of my dad's record collection, which were, yeah, the Beatles and the Stones, who were all trying to play American music anyway. Yeah. But, totally. yeah, it's just, you know, it's just interesting. I think, yeah, that kind of mix. Yeah. where um, it's come from.
0: What was your voice like at that time? Were you able to emulate it in, in the way that, I mean, do you have any, the voice that you have now, was it? No! <laughs> I mean, obviously it was a 13-year-old version. That would be creepy. But did you have a big voice? Was it?
2: my voice has changed a lot over the years and uh you know i never the the voice has really evolved into what it is now and it's gone through many many different stages um and uh you know when i was a teenager i tried to sing you know like those black singers that i adored and loved um but i couldn't do it and but i just i had that in me i had that in me i had it and i and i tried to yeah i just tried to sing like that um so I kind of had this real kind of soulful thing, you know, but I had that very naive thing as well, where I'd just be like belting, belting shit out, mm-hmm. you know, with no kind of technique or, mm-hmm. you know, taste just go for or straight power. anything, just fucking power, yeah. right, you know? <laughs> And a teacher
0: will be like, you're going
2: to kill your voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. it doesn't sound good. You're just shouting. <laughs> just stop shouting. And I think that's the thing that I learned, you know, as I've got, gotten older, is that you know the the voice is a, is the most expressive thing that you can use and if you're just shouting at people all the time you know that doesn't do anything to for anybody so i think you know it i've, I've really learned to be able to control um and put across you know how i feel and in, in what's coming out my mouth really but yeah but you know the 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 more gigs I've done and the more musicians I've worked with and the more, you know, I guess I've prac I don't even actually practice, practice, but mm. you know, just the influences that I have, you know, like Aretha, like, you know, even like Jill Scott and Lauren Hill and my, you know, my more kind of contemporary R and B singers, but um my voice has evolved over many years into what it is now. And I and, you know, I feel personally like the more I sing, the more months and years that are added to my life. I get better, true, and it evolves. And I and as it should be, you know, and yeah. that's actually quite satisfying. Definitely, yeah, yeah. You know. very cool. Um,
1: how did Michael McDonald get on this album?
2: Oh. <laughs> um, so Fred Mullen, who I who produced the album, uh-huh. well, actually, just a prelude to that, I recorded one of Michael's songs. Um, a few years ago on an EP uh-huh. and um, a good Doobie Brothers
1: song or it was a song
2: called I Can Let Go Now um, I think Michael's best song and one of the greatest songs ever written quite uh-huh. frankly um, and and then I started working with Fred and Fred is good friends with Michael and it just kind of naturally happened but Fred was like look you know why don't you know why don't I ask Mike if he fancies singing on this record and i was like well yeah but you know you should you know tell him that i'm a massive fan and that i've recorded his <laughs> songs you know um and so we sent we sent michael the, the the my version of i can let go now and he just absolutely loved it and said it was his favorite version of the song that he's ever heard and awesome it's been recorded like 300 times by different people so that means something so that means something yeah and he just sent me the most amazing email just um just being really nice and saying really amazing things, and then basically, yeah. So then he came and sang on the record, and yeah, yeah, it was amazing, amazing. Yeah. I know, it's, and that's another thing where I'm like, I can't believe that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Michael McDonald is singing on my album, and my manager as yeah. well. He's like, I grew up listening to yeah. Michael McDonald. I was obsessed with his albums and the, you know, the Do Brothers and, you know, all the Michael stuff. And dated, dated, you know, production wise as it is, like, but all the 80s stuff, all these amazing songs. And it's like, and he's, he's just like, and Michael Madonna, you know, he's singing on your album. Yeah. He's like, it's just crazy for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, the album is so strong. It didn't need that, but it's an amazing vote of confidence to see that name on the album and be like, I I mean, I think that can just only help bring so many new people to you. Right. Yeah. 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 definitely, Definitely. Have you been able to meet any other of your idols since you've been putting these albums out? Have you met Aretha yet? Is what I'm asking.
0: No,
2: she's Or Lauren
1: Hill. She's actually still Lauren Hill would be the list. bigger get. I think she's yeah, more elusive. You're, yeah. yeah, you're probably right actually. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think Aretha being the diva that she is, you know, that um, loves the attention. Exactly. I'm sure <laughs> she would be a bit easier to get hold of. Um yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think I have met many of my idols. I'm, just, you know, if any, if any of the, any of my idols are out there, I <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, come and but say like hi. Like from the
0: beginning, you were like from Dirt on My Tongue. You were starting to tour with the Cranberries, and I mean, right? Oh I mean,
2: yeah, yeah. She did that? Don McLean. That was amazing. Did the Don McLean tour, which was just brilliant. Listening mm-hmm. to him sing Starry, Starry Night. Uh, you know, every night was just pretty wonderful. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then, uh, yeah. Who else? Mick. H- oh, Mick Hucknall. He's. I wouldn't call him one of my idols, but he's a very nice man. Yeah. <laughs> um. And great singer. Um. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. If
1: who who would be the the dream duet partner? If you had to go into a studio tomorrow, put you on the spot.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it would be. I would have to be like Donny Hathaway or something. You know, oh. I, know, I know he's dead, but, you know. Oh, that's, that's fine. Hathaway. That's
1: fine. I just Solomon Burke. recently got into Donny Hathaway. Oh, my God. Where and, have you And, like, listened intentionally for the first time. <laughs> I know. Someone played him for me. He played uh, He played for me his cover of Jealous Guy.
2: Oh, my and God. And I was like, what the fuck is that? I've done that. I've covered that a little really? bit in the past. Yeah. it's. I just... actually
1: think it's better than the original. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well you know they're I mean, very, they're very different okay yes i'm not sure i'm not no sure just I would say to say but <laughs> But donny's <laughs> version is it's different in a very ve- cool it's way it's very different and it is uh it's just donny all over though isn't yeah. it and he just he he just it's like he just breaks his heart open and just kind of shows it to you in the way that you see. he's just oh he just Makes me cry. Yeah. I love that. But
1: that's kind of what you're doing with, like, the genre of music that you're tackling, right? It's, like, taking things that sound familiar that could be throwback, but you're making them fresh and new.
2: I guess so. I mean, I the, the thing is, is that, you know, my... My music is all about the songs and it's kind of timeless production. Right. And so, yes, I in some ways, I guess you could argue that I'm not doing anything new. You know, I'm not like breaking any like crazy revolutionary boundaries or anything. You know, I'm just being honest. I mean, everything's been done before. It's just different ways of Everything's been done before. It. Exactly. In and, all art forms. And I'm a classic kind of timeless artist. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, so, yeah, I'm going to make albums that kind of have that kind of classic timeless feel. I don't want anything that's going to date. Right. that's like my biggest fear I don't want to make albums that are going to date and sound mm-hmm. crap in mm-hmm. you know 5-10 years time mm-hmm. 20 years time Um. so yeah and that's
1: how you reach all different kinds of people and audiences yeah too.
2: and I'm just doing what I want to do yeah. you know none of it's contrived it's mm-hmm. just honest and sincere Totally. and it's just kind of how I feel and yeah yeah I'm, you know I'm just everything's about the song like yeah. the song is the most important thing and mm-hmm. if that's kind of well crafted then everything else kind of comes after that really
1: there you go. What are you going to do when you get home?
2: I've got to go for dinner with my family <laughs> so is that my a good
1: thing or a bad thing is that a chore or a eh.
2: <laughs> I'm looking forward to it and they they may listen to this I so hope they I do, do. <laughs> <laughs> okay we'll talk about it later we'll talk about it off mic no it's gonna be honestly it's gonna be great to see them I am yeah. like, being a little bit facetious but no they they, uh, they coming to my hotel which is great so we're right. gonna have dinner so my I've got two pairs of aunties and uncles in mm. uh, in New York for the show oh, it's nice. a, just for them it's like a massive excuse to come to New York basically they're like brilliant you're in New York okay we'll go. Oh, yeah. you're talking
1: about here i meant when you go home to oh home. oh yeah. i was talking about
2: oh god like <laughs> so, I, I can't think that far ahead jesus christ yeah, No, forget yeah. that
1: your family's coming here that's so <laughs> cute that's so much better yeah that's know. amazing there you go, there you go. very yeah. good all right Great. joe thank you so much for coming on the show thank you congratulations thanks guys for You're having well. me yeah and it's been
2: lovely thanks